Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, August 4th, 2020, brought to you by the great Dr. Mike O'Neill. Mike O'Neill's the best there is. Mike O'Neill, you call Dr. Mike O'Neill, you can rest assured that your dental health is going to improve. He's been my dentist, my only dentist for the last 26 years, the best at what he does. I find the best, I, I utilize the best, and then I talk about the best. That's what I'm doing here. Give me a call, 317 849 Two nine three three Pacers another win yesterday. They win by eleven, so they covered one eleven one hundred over the Washington Wizards. The Wizards depleted. No John Wall, no uh, Bertans, no Beal. However, they still had Thomas Bryant, who went for a double double twenty and eleven. But so did T.J. Warren. His double double a little bit more impressive. Thirty four points, eleven rebounds. T.J. Warren terrific, scoring lots of points. Um, Malcolm Brogdon came back to the lineup yesterday. Didn't look great. Didn't look polished. Didn't look sharp, but he was good enough. Aaron Holiday was really good again on both ends of the of the court. Really, really good. Uh, Pacers back today. Victor Oladipo didn't play yesterday, so he's going to be able to play tonight at six o'clock. At as the Pacers take on the Orlando Magic, a game they really need to win. They picked up a game yesterday on the Miami Heat, but they maintained their place just ahead of the Philadelphia 76ers as the 76ers beat the Spurs. So, Pacers, only one game back of the Heat. They've got two more cupcake games. I'm going to count this as a cupcake game today. They should beat the Orlando Magic even without Tomas Sabonis and Goga Patanza. And then uh, later in the week on Thursday, you've got a game against Phoenix that they should also win. You're going to be, if you play good basketball, 4-0 as you restart this uh, portion of the season. And then it gets a little bit tough with the game against the Lakers, then a game against the Heat, then a game against the Rockets, and finally a game against the Heat, which could be for that fourth seed. I don't know what the difference is. You're, you're going to play the same team whether you're the fourth or the fifth seed, and there is no home court advantage, really, so... I don't know, but it's something to talk about, and it's fun, and it's basketball. So good. Love the way that T.J. Warren has taken advantage of this opportunity with guys being hurt to step up and play really good basketball at the four, for goodness sake. I know it's mostly positionless, but still, really, really fun to watch. Um, they, uh, I, I thought they were really good yesterday. I enjoyed the game. I, I, it, it was a little bit sloppy, but there were only 10 turnovers for the Pacers. The Wizards, not very good. Thomas Bryan still looks like the kind of the kind of nutty, hyper-enthusiastic kid that he was in uh, uh, a Hoosier uniform back in the day. But good to see Thomas Bryan doing well as a member of an NBA team. Let's talk about the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs were really, really good last night. Alec Mills was terrific. Javi Baez, Javi Baez did this. I'm going to demonstrate this for you. I'm going to demonstrate how smart Javi Baez is. All right. Um, this uh, Edelberto Mondesi tries to steal second. 
most guys, so the throw comes from Contreras, and most guys would go out to meet the ball and then bring it for the tag, right? That's what they do. Meet the ball, make the tag. Baez knows that uh, Mondesi got a really good jump, and so he lets the ball come to him. The ball, he positions his glove in the exact place where the ball is going to hit his mitt as the runner hits his mitt. That's next level stuff. There's no way in the world Mondesi should have been out. No way. Got a good jump. What was there kind of ahead of the ball somehow or another, but because Baez never needed to move the glove to make the tag, Mondesi slid into it and he's out. That not only is that next level stuff. I was tweeting with uh, uh, Evan Altman of CubsInsider.com last night, and and like there are very few baseball players about whom you can say this guy has genius to him. Javi Baez has genius to him. Javi Baez is thinking next step always as he plays for the Cubs, and and to watch him, to get to watch him. To have the opportunity and the privilege of watching this guy play in his prime is an unbelievable gift. To watch him game after game do this kind of little stuff, whether it's dropping down a bunt, perfect bunt, or, or making a tag that is just unbelievable. All right, I've watched a lot of baseball uh, over, hell, the last half century, right? I have never seen a guy bring this much genius to the game of baseball in my life. I've never seen a guy do the things that Javi Baez does as a middle infielder. He wins you games in ways that most guys do not win you games. Last night, the Cubs may have won because Baez makes that tag and gets Mondesi as he's trying to steal second. That might have won the game for the Cubs. That gave the Cubs an out. Anyway, uh, Javi Baez is just miraculous. Sacrifice fly last night, so he had an RBI. Ke- uh, Chris Bryant hit a home run, and that's the 2-0 uh, win against the Royals. Cubs, they've got the Royals again tonight at 8:15 at Wrigley Field, and then they travel to Kansas City to continue this series at uh, uh, the Royals' place over there in Kansas City, where uh, hopefully the Cubs can take three out of four. The Cubs right now are 8-2. and two. They're playing a 60-game season. So what this is right now, this point in the season, right, we're one-sixth of the way through. One-sixth of the way to 162 is 27 games. So the Cubs right now are, in a normal season, they're 22-5. and five. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. That's what math. Not kind of what Javi Baez is to baseball. I am not to math, but that is absolutely true. One-sixth of the way is 27 games, and winning 80% takes you to 21.6 wins. We rounded up to 22. Cubs are 22-5. and five. Last time they were 8-2 and two to start a season was 2016, and I think we all know what happened in 2016. Trey Kaufman, he says it's not down to three, but he says that three schools are recruiting him most seriously. This is according to Jeff Rabjohns of 247sports.com, pigs.com. And those are Indiana, Purdue, and uh, Virginia. North Carolina is now in the mix. They have made an offer, and so they're recruiting him. And that is uh, causing Trey Kaufman to reevaluate things. 
try to figure out what North Carolina is. He doesn't know whether he likes him, doesn't like him, just got the offer. He's going to try to figure it out. Trey Kaufman will see uh, coming up later this year whether he's going to go to Indiana, Purdue, Virginia, North Carolina. Where is he going to go? Who the hell knows? That's just the way it is. That's the recruiting game. It would drive me nuts were I Archie Miller or any of the other uh, Big Ten coaches. The NFL's opt-out date is now Thursday. So two more days, 48 hours, before players have to commit to either playing in 2020 or opting out and taking the $350,000 for the year if they're in a high-risk group or $150,000 for the year if they're not. And there you go. Nobody from the Indianapolis Colts has yet to opt out. I think the Patriots have had eight opt out. And very, very cynical people are, are beginning to whisper about maybe Bill Belichick taking advantage of this situation and, and putting the Patriots in a position where they are going to lose this year in order to, get, to gain draft position and pick up cap space. Speaking of cap space, the cap has been, regardless of the revenue losses for this year, the cap cannot drop below $175 million for the 2021 season. The Indianapolis Colts right now have $78 million projected under that cap number. That is the best in the NFL by $25 million. Chris Ballard is putting the Colts in a position to succeed. I don't mean to gush over Chris Ballard's leadership. but I And at some point, you got to win, right? At some point, this is about wins and, losing, wins and losses. And it's not about honesty and dealing with the media or with fans or, or any of the other stuff. Great draft, great draft, great draft. Okay, good. Win games, you know. But to this point, Chris Ballard has managed the cap has managed the roster, has managed the drafts, has managed the fans and the media about as well as a general manager can possibly do that. And, and you know, managing the media, I think it's important. And it's, it's an important criteria upon which to judge general manager. Because if you can't manage the media, how are you going to manage your football program, right? Like the media, we're the, we're the media, if you can't manage us, what the hell are you doing? You can't, you can't possibly generally manage a football team if you can't manage the media in Indianapolis, please, right? Uh, the Ursay family, speaking of the Ursay family, uh, by the way, 14 teams are over the cap right now for 2021, over the cap. So they're going to have to make cuts, and that's why this is really important because the Colts are going to be able to get some talent into Indianapolis via free agency for pennies on the dollars. Guys are going to get cut, and the, pay, the Colts are going to be in a rare position to pick up a good portion of that talent. The Ursay family, they're donating the money to build the Ursay Family Sports Center for Health and Wellness at Park Tudor High School. Park Tudor High School. Have you ever been to Park Tudor High School? Park Tudor High School is an oasis. I mean, for God's sake right? You know, if you've got a billion dollars to throw around, why are you throwing it around at Park Tudor High School? What are you doing? You got Tech. You got Washington. You got Arlington. You, you, got, you got Manual. You got Shortridge. You got a lot of high schools that could really use an upgrade in their facilities. Park Tudor is not one of them. 
And if they are one of them, they, they're in a family, in the Park Tudor family, that couldn't write a check and cover the nut for, for this uh, health and wellness facility. But good for the Ursays investing in the youth, uh, the upscale youth of Indianapolis. All three Ursay uh, daughters, that next generation of ownership, hopefully not for a long time. Nothing against them, but we want Jimmy around for a while. Um, they all went to Park Tudor, and their kids all go to Park Tudor, so it makes nothing but sense. Uh, Pac-12 football. I wrote about it yesterday at InsideIndianaSports.com. Uh, My goodness. Uh, the Pac-12 uh, football-playing students who uh, authored a letter to the Players' Tribune talking about their demands or they're not going to play, they're out of their minds. They want 50% of the revenue to go to student-athletes. They want 2% of athletic revenue to be invested in uh, Black Lives Matter-type initiatives. They want, uh, they want a bunch of stuff. Some of the stuff is righteous, and they should want it. Health insurance for six years after they leave. I'm all good with that. I think that that's terrific, because if you destroy your knee while a student athlete, and then you go out into the world, and that knee's still giving you problems, and you've got to go get it cut on or whatever, I think that that should be on the school. Anyway... Uh, they've got some, some portions, some items in their letter make sense. Some absolutely do not. And those that do not are so egregious asks that there is no way that uh, the PAC 12 or any of the schools within the PAC 12 are going to take these demands seriously. And they have no chance to gain any traction because of this letter or their threat to boycott. The PAC 12 is going to say, you know what? You want to boycott? Boycott. Enjoy yourselves. We are not, and they want all the coaches and administrators, including Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott, to take uh, massive pay cuts, voluntary massive pay cuts. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. All right, we'll see. Yeah, run that up the flagpole and see who salutes. You know what? Like, there are a lot of rules in negotiation, and I think the Pac-12 student-athletes who authored that letter, they violated every single one of them. To the point where Pac-12 officials are just going to say, okay, you know, good for you. Whatever you want to do, enjoy yourselves. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this chilly Tuesday morning. You know what? It feels like October, and I love it because October is my favorite weather month in uh, the state of Indiana, right? It's just beautiful in October, and this feels like October. It's about 62 degrees here. Uh, Scott Watson, happy birthday. Uh, hope college is owned. Uh, Gurinder Singh uh, Kalsa, happy birthday. The great Ron Cade, celebrating her birthday. The great Bill Neasley, celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday to Billy. The great Tom Rose. The great Pat Sullivan, celebrating her birthday. What a day. Terry Shepard, happy birthday. Samir Khan, happy birthday. The great Molly Ludlow, happy birthday. Uh, Steve Reed, happy birthday. Abe Kanan, happy birthday. And the great Bill Albrecht. Celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, he was my roommate for a summer. A glorious summer on the campus of Indiana University. Walnut Knowles has never been more fun than that summer of 1985. Uh, if today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Please quit yelling at people and start complimenting people. Start being nice to people. Can you? Please? Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later this afternoon inside Indiana Sports today as we preview the Pacers and the Magic 
set to tip off at about 6.10 tonight on Fox Sports Indiana.